0: Journey to Organization, episode 114, Accumulation. You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman, advised to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Hello and welcome to Journey to Organization. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagambegam Personal Organization. And today I want to talk about Accumulation. Well, before I do, I want to talk about how I got to that topic for today's episode because It's, you know, going to explain a lot for you. (laughs) So uh, over the past few weeks, you may have noticed that episodes have been a little few and far between, and it's not for lack of trying. I usually try to stack my podcast episodes a few in advance so that I don't have to record every single week. And at the beginning of the summer, I had successfully done that, and I had planned my summer so that I would have time to batch four or five episodes every four weeks or so and get them all Done at once so that I wouldn't miss any weeks. But, you know, man plans, God laughs, and that didn't, my plan didn't go according to plan because unfortunately over the last few weeks i've had to spend a significant amount of time helping my mom uh in the hospital now i say have to but really i do it with all my heart because i love my mom and i'm happy to help her as best as i can she needed support while she was in the hospital getting treatment and i'm glad that i was able to uh have the flexibility to do that for her that my husband is so great and that he really helped me that my sister also helped me with my kids and that my brother also stepped in and did a fabulous job helping my dad and my aunt and that we all work together as a family to help my mom have a Refuah Over the next few weeks, I would really appreciate it if you kept her in your prayers. Her name is Esther Batsara. She needs a Refuah Shlema and uh, not just a Refuah but a quick Refuah because she really is suffering. Um, but what I noticed and why I got to the topic of accumulation is that While we were in the hospital, uh, we definitely switched rooms a couple of times for a variety of reasons. And, you know, when you switch rooms, they definitely try to get you to be able to take everything that you have with you, and they don't want you to forget things. But things sometimes do get lost. And there were some issues with a brace and a charger, perhaps, or some plants. I don't know. There were definitely some things that didn't make it from one room to the next. And... It's funny how even in you're in a situation like being in the hospital how you can accumulate things and uh, one of the things that I <laughs> I would try to accumulate for my mom was food because Uh, the way that her medicine is structured is such that she needed to eat before food service would send up breakfast. So I would like stash away a raisin bran or something like that from from that I would order for her at dinner and or I would order two raisin brands at breakfast to save for the next morning so that I would have something to give her before the regular breakfast came in at eight. And so like there was a lot of food around like just raisin bran or applesauce or granola bar or something like that. And then there were things like her braces or um, like the the things that hold the lift to move her from the bed or the chair. And then there were also supplies that, you know, the therapist would bring in every morning, a little tube of tooth paste and a toothbrush and the little kidney-shaped dish. And, uh, you know, they would wash her hair one day with baby shampoo and then they couldn't find it. So they would bring in a bottle the next day of another baby shampoo and there was stuff all over. So finally, I got sick of the accumulation and they have these, you know, plastic bins in in the hospital, at least in the United States. In Israel, They don't – I've only been admitted to the hospital in Israel with my kids, so they don't really do this for kids. I don't know if they do this for adults or not, but they have those, like, small plastic bins um, that they use in the hospital. So I just – there were so many of them. So I (laughs) took the marker that they used to write on the whiteboard the day of the week, and I wrote, like, uh, beauty supplies. I wrote, like, braces, and I wrote extra food. And I made, like, a container for each one because I would notice that every day – things would accumulate. And, you know, people would send her cards and people would send her flowers. And there are always things coming into the room and you know, these are small rooms <laughs> and there's not a lot of storage space because there's lots of medical equipment around. And so, you know, you're doing your best to deal with all the extra pillows and sheets and and everything else that comes in and trying to be organized Um One thing that really bothers me in a hospital, and I don't really see any way around it, but there's a ton of waste in hospitals. And I know that for health reasons, they need to, you know, open a new XYZ every single time. But, you know, it seems like a little bit crazy for some of the things. Anyways, but, you know, even just for... For like changing a dressing on on, uh, a wound or something like that. Everything comes, you know, sterilized in its own packaging. And, uh, you know, it's great and it's sterile. And I I can appreciate it from that standpoint in terms of health, but it also is a lot of waste. Um, and so to try to avoid some of the waste, like, you know, cause you don't need a new baby shampoo every single time you wash a patient's hair, you could reuse the bottle if you didn't finish it the first time. Right. So, uh, <laughs> um, so it's like, so every time it would come in and we would just get new cream and lotion and it's, it's too much. So, um, so doing this, helped me feel more organized. It helped reduce waste a little bit, but it also created like a, a cleaner sense in the room. And I think that, you know, even in this hospital setting where it's a temporary setting, it's crazy how you accumulate things. And if you think about when you go on vacation, you know, when you're staying in a hotel room, what you buy while you're traveling, it's kind of amazing too, how you accumulate on the way. And in, in, How much more so, you know, in our own homes are we accumulating? We're not conscientious of, you know, little things, the bag we bring in, the receipts, just all these things tend to pile up and then they become a bigger problem later on. So in order to help us avoid accumulation, I think it's really important to always notice what comes in. When things are coming in, you know, be conscientious about putting them away as quickly as possible. When new things are coming into your home, try and get something old out. So if you're going shopping, for example, and you buy something new, new clothes for the kids, let's say, can you get... All, all all, the old clothes out and also be conscientious about what you let in in the first place. So like if you don't need the grocery rec- receipt from the store and they print it for you anyways, then just be like, no thanks, can you throw it out for me? And, you know, don't even bring it into your home in the first place because, again, it's just going to accumulate And it's different from noticing what comes into your home because you're not always responsible for what comes into your home. So when you're responsible, be conscientious about what you're bringing in. When you aren't the one responsible, notice what's coming in. And so you can either, you know, head your bets and be like, hey, do we need that? (laughs) Um, One thing I was talking about with a potential client this week was, you know, she wants to teach her kid how to make good decisions. So I think if you want to teach your kid how to make good decisions in terms of what you have and what you don't have, talk about accumulation with them. Say, you know, if we buy this toy, where are we going to put it? Have this discussion with them and make an inroads with them so that they start to understand there's more to just the purchase than, you know, buying just the toy. There's also where are we going to put it? What are we going to let go of? What do we have space for this? All these different factors that should come into the to the realm of purchasing. But in the hospital situation, we're not even talking about purchasing. We're talking about things that are accumulating because, you know, a therapist comes in to do something or the tech comes in to wash your hair or something like that, things that are just accumulating. And also in a certain sense, things you need to be responsible for. If a therapist brings you a brace that you don't need to wear all day long, you need to be responsible for it when it's, you know, in the resting period. Where does it live when it's not on your body, right? So things that are coming into your personal space need to have a place to live so that we can manage the accumulation. Now, in the sense of, you know, a medical device, let's say, you're not going to do follow the one in one out rule, right? Because, okay, you get a brace, you didn't have a brace before. So it's not like you're letting the brace, you know, you're letting a different brace go, right? But And you need it. I'm not saying you don't need it. I'm not saying don't accumulate. I'm saying be conscientious about what's coming in. You don't need, while you might need the brace, you don't need four bottles of baby shampoo if you haven't used up the first one yet, right? So be conscientious about what's coming in. And now, especially in this time period of school supplies where there are a lot of new things coming in, where teachers want new things, where, you know, your kids want new things, be conscientious about what is actually coming in, what you actually need, what you don't need, what, what is like a wish list item for a teacher and what is something that the teacher actually, you know, what you think you're actually going to use. You don't have to go out and buy every single thing on the school list. You can buy like a few things and then you can make a second trip later on in the year. That's fine too. Or you can put some things in reserve if you, you don't have to give everything. If you do buy everything on the list, you don't have to give everything to your kids right away. Keep it in reserve so that when they do damage something, cause you know, inevitably they will. Uh, <laughs> um, then you can have it in reserve ready to go for them when something goes missing or, you know, something breaks. The thing about accumulation is that there's often little accountability that comes with it. And so I guess the point that I really want to bring home today is that when you are accumulating things, either intentionally or unintentionally, be conscientious about what's happening with this action of accumulation. It doesn't matter if you're paying for something or if it's free for you, (laughs) um, these items that are living in our space still have consequences because they take up space. And I definitely think that, you know, what it says in Pirkei Votes, which is, you know, more, more things, more worry, is a true statement. When we have more items, we definitely worry about our stuff more. Let me give you an example of a issue I had with a client this week. She is saving all of her clothes from one kid to the next. And there's a big gap in between uh, the boys' clothes because there's a girl in between. And so there's two big boys and two little boys. And um, a lot of times the kids have like access to, they can access some of the clothes. And that's just you know, due to the setup of the way their home is set up. And we were sorting through the clothes to see which clothes we really didn't need to save because there were a lot of things that, you know, weren't not good enough to pass along to a, a, of uh, the next child, like, you know, elastic was worn out or it really had too many holes or it had gotten looked so shabby that, you know, really couldn't put a child in it anymore. And when we were going through the sizes, they were all mixed up because the kids had gotten into it and, you know, mixed everything up. And so she was holding on to all of these clothes so that she didn't accumulate more clothes, like, so that she wouldn't have to go out and buy new clothes for her, for her, for her for her fourth and fifth kid but you know what was happening was it was becoming so much of a worry for her and it was becoming so disorganized that she couldn't even find things anyways because of the way that they were stored and how they were getting you know jumbled up anyways that like in in a way to me it almost feels like I understand you hate shopping and I am totally down with that and I'm not saying get rid of you know totally good things but at the same time it's causing you so many problems you know is it worth it? And I think that, you know, when we're accumulating things, when we're holding on to things, when we're organizing things, when we're deciding what to keep and what to toss, we have to almost think sometimes, like, is it worth it even for the struggle that it's going to be for me to hold on to these things? And I think that, you know, for this particular client, she's like, well, I really hate shopping. So I'm like, well, if you really hate shopping, But she likes to organize. So she really hates shopping, but she likes to organize. In that case, it seems kind of worth it to me to hold on to these items, even if you're constantly needing to organize them, because you don't mind the organizing and you hate the the shopping. But if you really don't like organizing and you would rather go shopping, you know, and I'm not saying buying new necessarily, can also be secondhand. Perhaps it's worth it to pass on, you know, what you have right now or say to the person you pass it on to, please pass back whatever you can. At least temporarily, it's sort of out of your home and you can make a decision when it's ready to come back to you if you need it at all, right? So the advantage to doing that, and this is just a side note, is that, you know, things that you have are not sitting idle for years and years and years and years until you're ready to use them, which means that they're getting the maximum amount of usage they can and other people are benefiting without having to buy new things. So overall, I think that You know, when you're accumulating, you need to be conscientious about what you're what is happening. Why is it happening? How can you uh, minimize it at the very least? And having these discussions with your family so that, you know, they're on board with you because you can't do this in a vacuum. You live with other people. You need you need them to be on board with whatever you're deciding to do in your house. So if accumulation is a problem, whether it be school supplies or rocks that your kids bring in or art projects or whatever it is, figure out what is a comfortable way for you to deal with. For art, supp- For I'm sorry, for student pictures for kids drawings and things like that I always just used to take a picture of my kids holding it and then say is this going in the top 10 pile if it's going in the top 10 then one of the ones that's already in the top 10 needs to leave the top 10 and you know you decide is this one going in the recycling or is this one just staying as a picture right like making these decisions up front and teaching your kids how to prioritize stuff is really really important because so many times Women say to me, "My mom never taught me how to do this, but she's super organized." <laughs> you know, or they say, "My mom's not organized and I have no idea how to do this." So, not doing this, even if you're organized, even if you're not organized, it doesn't really matter. Not teaching our kids how to deal with the accumulation of things or consumption of things is doing them a huge disservice. So, To recap, it's important for you to notice what comes into your home. It's important for you to be conscientious about what is coming into your home, not just to notice it, but to also be conscious about it, to make a system right away of deciding where these items are going. Is it going straight to the recycling bin? Is it going straight to, you know, a place where it lives in your home, straight to the shelf, straight to the kitchen sink? Where is it going right away so that, you know, you can deal with it. It can be dealt with, even if you're not necessarily dealing with it right then and there, like perhaps a grocery receipt or a medical receipt or something like that. Where does it go so that you can process it at the time that it needs to be processed? Where does it live? And When you are allowing things to come into your home, what is coming out of your home so that you can make a space for that new item? Where are you creating space for this item to live? Where is the home for this item that you're allowing yourself to accumulate, that you're allowing yourself to bring in because you feel that it's necessary to bring in? For those of you who have topics who you would like me to discuss, I would be happy to do that. Please send me an email at Rebecca at BalaganBegan.com. That's R-E-B-E-K-A-H. Or you can leave me a voicemail. you know, you can tweet at me or send me a DM, however you want to do it. Please, you know, get in touch with me and let me know that any topics you would like me to discuss, I'm happy to discuss them. If you do have a topic that you think I haven't discussed, if you could go back and check the back episodes, that would be great, because oftentimes I get requests for subjects, but I already have 113 other episodes, and I might have already covered what you've asked, so it's a good idea to just go back and check and see if I've discovered, I've discussed it previously, Over the next few weeks, again, I would really appreciate it if you continued to daven for my mother, Esther Batsara, and to keep her in your prayers and ask for a full, complete, speedy recovery. I missed you all very much. I would love to hear your comments and questions as well, so please don't hesitate to drop me a line. I do love hearing from you, even if I don't always get back to you. I try to answer as many questions as I can, but I do sometimes get a lot. So it's not always possible, but I do try my best. And just know that I hear everyone, even if I don't respond to you. For now, have a great week and happy organizing. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at BalaGonBegon and on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit BalaGonBegon.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.